0: Are again, or for the first time, most likely, episode five of this world blows. I just got a coffee, and at my local coffee spot, there's a gal who works there. I'm choosing to use the word gal. I don't know if is that a I almost said girl, which would have gotten me canceled. Just found out saying girl is bad because it implies child, but I think the word like little girl would imply child. But okay, no more saying the word girl. But there's a human woman. I think she's a woman, oh, this is never going to, there's a human woman, I believe, who works there, who every time I order through her, she seems to be flirting with me, I don't know if she is, she seems to only work once every like couple weeks, so it's not like I see her every day, but she remembers what I ordered the last time, and asks if I want it, as if to say like, I remembered your thing, and I always um, feel weird and nervous, and she says, my love, which all this stuff could be also totally, I've served and worked in restaurants and stuff, and it's like, that might just be how this person talks to everyone, 100%. But either way, I get scared, and I go, uh... Like, I try to get out of there as quick as possible. If a girl shows interest in me, I'm running. She's probably not flirting with me. But either way, I get uncomfortable, and I quickly get my muffin and run! I should interview her and ask her all these things. Okay, we better get into it, so yesterday, the world almost changed when another thing happened. I don't know about you guys, but I get my news, unfortunately, via memes before I know what the real news is. Like I see, I open Instagram, I see a, a meme that I don't even get the references to begin with, but that tells me something's happened in this location or about this subject, whatever. So the same thing happened yesterday regarding the DC, the doo-doo boys running in there. I don't know what to call these people, but part of me wishes we could, like, as a culture, reappropriate the F word for, these, for this group and for cops too like it would be so great if we could just if, if those groups if we could as a culture get together and go we're redefining that meaning and that's what this group is that's probably not going to work we're probably going to need to just come up with a new slander I guess but that's going to have to go through like focus groups and it's going to take years to come up with you know the, the accurate punch of a word for these folks because it's got to have the right you know it's got to have the right cut Poop was a word for a long time, and then someone was like, it's got to have more of a sting. It's got to be more accurate for what it is. And they go, let's call it shit. That's the origin story of that word. Everyone was saying, poop you. You pooping idiot. And someone was like, you know what? That word doesn't really describe what this material is. Shit. 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 That's got the right... Dirty steam. So you gotta, you know, it, it takes a while to develop the right word like that. So I just, you know, I hope we get there quickly. I hope, you know, we got the vaccine pretty quickly. I hope we could speed up the development of our slurs and get accurate ones. Like when cuck came out, I mean, maybe that's been around for a very long time, but when that hit the mainstream world, it was like, ooh, this is great. It's obviously like feels like saying fuck. So it's, it, that's a developed word and it's it's, we all know it and it's got the right, it's got the right balance. So cuck was perfect, it was just like a nice, it's like generation two of fuck. Because you could say cuck on things that you couldn't say fuck on. So hopefully, you know, Fauci or someone can get a word developed for these people so that we can all say it. So anyways, a bunch of these idiots, uh, you know, tried to take over DC. It didn't work. I just don't want to hear people talking about that there's going to be a civil war when there's not. Because those people, the shit suckers... They're not gonna fight as soon as you cut off the Dorito supply line. These people need their treats. As soon as any kind of militias or fighting would start, cell phone communication, everything would break down. No one is gonna go without porn. It just won't happen. These, everyone is addicted to these things we've created. I believe people will do random violent acts for sure, but I don't believe those people are going to give up their ability to go to Walmart and buy Jack Daniels. I don't believe... Well, do they sell that there? I assume they do. I'm just saying they're not going to give up their ability for, for luxuries. I think, and I think that across the board. I think no one is going to give up their... Luxuries. If you really wanted to start a civil war, you would attack Taco Bell. If you take down their food source and their pleasure source, then we're all going in. And it's not that a civil war could never happen. It's just, I think that the current people that exist, we're all quite addicted to a host of pleasures. And I think it's just like, we're not going to give them up. I think that's just why currently history is lame, because it's all memes, it's all sarcasm, and not that that's wrong, I love sarcasm, but it's all so strange, it's, it's, I think like, if Hiroshima happened today, it would be like, who's the first, literally the first person to get the meme joke out about it, whereas I think culturally speaking, that wouldn't have been the case maybe back in the day, maybe it would, maybe, maybe they were Maybe everyone back then was all about making jokes. Even though we take things serious now, but we're also immediately turning them into joke memes. So there's something odd about it. Something strange about that. I mean, I guess I'm just... I'm an old man, and I don't want to get my news through memes. Or maybe I do. Maybe we shouldn't take anything serious, you know. If Instagram was out when 9-11 happened, I think if you threw up a joke about it, you would be shot down. People would be mad about it. But now, currently, if 9-11 happened right now... I think people would be throwing memes up, and it wouldn't be maybe to mock 9-11, but it would be, you know, mocking something else. I mean, most memes are using a photo of something to illustrate something else. Everything is memeable now, because it's not necessarily mocking the thing it's showing. It's using that as a, it's using that as, like, a comparison or whatever, so... Yeah, I hate the world. I hate memes. I'm still not in the meme world. I've still never even looked at Twitter. I'm not trying to, like, proudly rebel against other platforms necessarily. I just know that because I don't have those things, if I started it now, like if I started Twitter or Facebook today, whoever sees it goes, oh, 35-year-old guy, three friends, five photos. Hmm, this guy's starting over. What did he do? Where's his old life? Why is he starting this Twitter or starting this Facebook when he's 35? It means you did something, basically. So now I just can't jump in. It's too late. It'll look like I've done, like I had to run from my former life. Like, I'm not going through old hard drives to find old photos to fill up some account to make it, to showcase my life. It's too late. I'm not, that's so much work to just be me on another platform. I'm on Instagram, that's all I do. And I don't think if I was on five different platforms, it would be sp- my stuff would get spread more at all. I think if I'm posting my same videos that my friends either like or don't like five times and they see it, they're going to really not like it. It's five times the failure if a video doesn't hit I'm not doing that. And then all the people I hate, I got a block f- on five different platforms. That's It's so much work. I'm keeping it simple. Last time I had Facebook, there was some strange thing. I don't know what it was, but somehow something got set up to where if I texted myself, which I would all the time, I would text myself like a joke or something I would think of um, because I don't know why I wasn't putting it in the notes, but I would just text myself. And for some reason on Facebook it connected to that somehow and it started posting when I would text myself it would post it as a post I don't know how it's possible and I and I, it seems like I'm making this up or it's, it seems like it's not possible but this legit happened and it was so embarrassing cuz I texted myself like a long series of semi sentences semi just topics or just words because I had this like bit I was thinking of and I was like oh, I'll remember all this stuff if I just give these key, key ideas but, they're like, not finished sentences, it's it's psychotic looking. So it blasts this as a post on my Facebook, and I don't even see it until, like, the next day when someone liked it. And I go, what the f... And it was, I mean, I took it down immediately, obviously, and it was so, so deeply embarrassing. And it wasn't like I posted something that was, like, I didn't post something that was revealing, but it appeared that whoever wrote that would be a psycho. Because without the context of, I mean, there is no, it just, whoo, I don't know if it would have been worse to post it, like if it was a full realized joke or whatever, because that would humiliate me also. Like if I had written, pause, take a beat, or like if I, if I had written out an act out, it would all be embarrassing. But this was rough because I was, it just looked like a drunk person that was losing their mind is writing, starting a sentence, stopping a sentence. Not spelling things correctly, just buzzing through three to four concepts, maybe? So I don't miss that. I don't miss being afraid of other apps being connected and something going. I don't miss that fear. Instagram's dangerous enough. If you get live by accident, you might ruin your life. Because the only people who are going to go to your live are really like your family members. So what if you accidentally went live while you were watching How I Met Your Mother? My family would disown me. They'd fully walk away from me. I would get death threats from my family. And rightfully so. If I caught my sister watching Young Sheldon, she better hide. Do you think Do you think any family has been affected by Young Sheldon in a way, like a dispute? I wonder if Young Sheldon has broken up any families. Like anyone who worked on Young Sheldon who had to put in tons of hours in their like, not hanging out with their wife, and then they, as a result, you know, get divorced because of young Sheldon. There's got to be some love that was destroyed by that show. When I was going to get coffee, I, I was looking at the New York streets and just noticing, this graffiti is fucking horrible. Like, whoever's doing this, you guys aren't trying at all. You know, in your mind, New York, there's these crazy graffiti walls and stuff. There is, but there's also just tons of Horrible, like, not even attempts. Just drawing your name in regular, right? David. That's not... I don't even like graffiti. I'm not, like, a, a graffiti guy. But if you're going to do it, do it. Like, do something. You're not doing anything. This is, like, Gatlinburg, Tennessee-level graffiti. There's just people writing down their names. David. David. It's not, like, there's not even an attempt to to make anything. It just, it looks like a bathroom wall. It's just random people's, like, names and or, like, a the word poop or shit, it's like, guys, try something. Like, why are you tagging the walls if you're not even trying to put anything on there? It's like saying you play cello because your brother owns a cello. Like, yeah, you have access to one. Like, what are you doing? It just reminds me of, like, a place trying to be a city, which is, I don't know, you guys gotta get your shit together and do some better drawings. I'm all for fucking up these walls. Let's get this city dirty. But draw something. Draw a dinosaur. Draw a dinosaur on a skateboard. It applies to everyone. Even if you're drawing it to make fun of it. I think these tags that I'm seeing are kind of like how getting shitty tattoos became a thing. It's like these guys tagging are... They're all... We don't give a shit about tagging. That's why we're doing it. Maybe I'm shitting on baby tag artists. Maybe these are... Five to six year old kids walking around Tagging their names And I should go Well they're just little kids They gotta learn They gotta learn how to stencil So I got this email Looks like The Five You know them Gabe, Brandon, Kevin Wait Gabe, Brandon, Kevin Mike and Will So I got an email from uh, an account called The Five So apparently The Five Which are as we all know The five people listening to this podcast It says, the five would like to speak as one So we speak anonymously As the five Okay, here's what it says Asher, you're not funny It's too late You think you can copy office hours and get away with it? This is fucking stupid You think you can listen to one episode of Tim Dylan's show And directly copy him? Nothing you do is funny the people that are listening to this are making fun of you. Okay, well, thank you, the five, for your constructive criticism. You are my only audience, and I think what you're saying is keep going and do better. Which makes sense because the five are very woke, and I gotta respect what they're telling me to do here. I gotta become more funny, I gotta not copy the things that I like. And just to be clear, for for the record, everyone who actually knows me knows that in real life I am a devout Baptist, and I'm just an actor playing this character developed by Kevin Spacey. He got canceled. I got the role, so I am so I'm I'm so honored to play this role. But of course, know that I'm that I am in character. None of this is real. Performing a role as a part of a court sentencing, mandatory acting for me. That's what happens when you're an artist. You get mandatory acting sentences. I got to show you this Dr. Phil clip. Because, well, you'll see. Okay, so check out this Dr. Phil clip. I want to warn you that some of the images you are about to see are graphic. Today, on an all-new Dr. Phil, I intend to get your attention. These women thought they were safe in their own home. Did you have any inkling this man could shoot you in the face twice? Okay, whoever edited that intro, that is the funniest editing I've ever heard. The amount of thwomp sonic punch sounds. Today on an all new Dr. Phil, I intend to get your attention. I intend to get your attention. So that's just saying, we're going to show you fucked up things, this is a ratings pull here. It's okay, because he intends to get your attention. That's a warning, this show's going to be shocking. These women thought they were safe in their own homes. Did you have any inkling this man could shoot you in the face? Twice? Did you have any inkling this guy would shoot you in the face? What kind of question is that? One, and then say... Twice? Nothing funny about someone getting shot, of course. I'm talking about the editing. The editing gunshot sounds. Also, they do a pause between him saying twice. This editing is incredible. At least Dr. Phil isn't using this person's real-life tragedy for ratings. Did you have any inkling this man would shoot you in the face? Twice? Bravo, Dr. Phil. You're a real doctor. Okay, while we're on YouTube, There's something else I got to show you. When I was in sixth grade, I heard this song on the radio a couple times by an artist that I thought his name was Jimi Hendrickson. I was like, that's weird that you would not change your name because of the famous Jimi Hendrix, but okay. took me years to find this guy. His name is Tommy Henriksen, so I'm sure I just misheard it on the radio or whatever, but I finally found this guy, and this song is exactly what I remember, and I want to say this before I play this clip. This pops into my head, I'm not kidding you, this pops into my head once a month, ever since sixth grade, I'm 35. Once a month. It happened the other day I was in the shower, it popped in my head. THIS popped in my head. I see the tears that you cry. I See My Tears That You Cry? Okay, we'll leave that be. There's a, a glass-breaking sound effect as part of your song. You belong to me. I, I see the He's also doing this weird, fake voice going... Oh, 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 oh. Not kidding. Once a month, since sixth grade, that hits me. And I realize I still live in the world where that was made. It's like somehow I was the only person. Also, I've shown this to people and nobody has ever heard this. It's like I'm the only person who is afflicted with the curse of Tommy Henriksen. The curse of Tommy Henriksen. Thank God the internet exists, though, because I found him. I was able to prove to myself that that song was real. And I was able to find out what else this guy's up to. So here's the real fun part. Here's the other only important thing about this character named Tommy Hendrickson. Oh, he plays with Hollywood vampires. You know, the Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, Joe Perry band. He's the fourth member. This guy who did this, which I guess makes sense. It's not like this great group of people accepted this guy. He should be allowed in there, but it's odd. The weird thing is that me and Will Boy have watched Hollywood vampire videos for a while. So I was watching this guy that was afflicting me for years, and I wasn't even knowing I was watching him. He's been in my life twice. Tommy Henriksen has invaded He's invaded me. He fucked up the first part of my life, and now he's back to fuck up the rest? This is just typical rock star stuff. They spend their whole lives trying to fuck with one person. And this guy chose me in sixth grade. He devoted his whole career to staying in my vision. And now that I think about it, it's true. I can trace back every problem I've had in life to Tommy Hendrickson. Every misstep I've ever made was because somehow Tommy got in there. That would be interesting if, if I if I just had like a flashback moment and I realized every time I did something dumb in life, it was when that song was randomly playing in my head. So I'm like a sleeper cell for Tommy Hendrickson. Yeah, that's me. I do Tommy's dirty work. Me? No, I'm not Italian. From New York? Nashville. That's what happens when you're a sleeper cell. So. Like, you, you you switch over, and then I'm a killer for Tommy Hendrickson, and I'm also a New Yorker. I think that's how it works. But I don't know. I never watched the Born series, despite what the five want. So an ongoing topic on this show is, can we judge people legally by how they look? Can you put them in jail and figure it out later? I kind of think that's already the legal system. They put them in jail... Well, then they don't figure it out later. Just put him in jail. But the list is growing, is what I'm saying. We got Harvey Weinstein... We got Trump. We got most politicians. Think about, like, Mitch McConnell. These people, you know, thank God that they're bad people so that we can make fun of them. But all these disgusting morph men that are, like, melting into their own skin tags. These people, to me, look like goblins. And I don't know where the lizard conspiracy shit comes from. Why not a goblin conspiracy? One of these things is pitchable. One is not. More people like Harry Potter than believe in that lizard shit. So, like... Let's play in a world that we can all get into. Here's an example of the kind of thing that I'll text myself thinking that I'll remember what the joke I had is later. Don't feed a weeper. Which, it has to be a reference to Don't Fear the Reaper. But I do not know what I meant when I sent myself that. Don't feed a weeper. Don't feed a weeper. It's clearly Don't Fear the Reaper, but I don't remember. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just texted myself that. So, that's the kind of thing that would show up, which, I mean, I guess that's not that scary, Don't Feed a Weepa. But, like, think about a paragraph of that kind of thing where that's the sentence. Don't Feed a Weepa. Don't Feed a Weepa. Damn it, I'm never going to figure out what that meant. Probably wasn't funny, but then why did I send it to myself? I must have thought it was good enough that there's a joke in there. Fuck. Alright, the five, this is up to you. Don't feed a weeper. What's the joke? Submit to me. Submit to me. Submit in the email section. What you think don't feed a weeper. What you think that I thought that joke meant. That's a good segment. You guys get to make up jokes that you think I would make. And then you get to make, you know, backhanded jokes to mock me. And that's what everybody wants, to make fun of Asher. Just because I'm a gorgeous, rich man. You guys hate me because I'm beautiful? Well, guess what? My parents hate me more. Don't be weeper. All right, that's a positive note to end on. So that was episode five of This World Blows.